Hey, welcome everybody to a new episode of Just Two Boys. Today's episode is sponsored by Sal Pellegrino. Oh, Clementina beverage. Nice. Uh, how much are they paying us to do this? Uh, pro- well, promo? it's not a, it's not an official sponsor. Oh, what do you? Yeah. What's the, what's the goal here? You try to maybe send it to him later and be like, hey, we shouted you guys out. Well, I just saw the can sitting here from the last time we recorded an episode. Uh huh. It's still sitting on my desk. So. Ew. Um. I thought I would just say it in hopes. Right. I thought it was maybe like a sign, you know? The can is sitting here. It's a sign. Oh, wait, dude. I'm getting a text. Hold on. It's from my manager. That's weird. Oh, my God, dude. San Pellegrino wants to sponsor Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm getting a call. Oh, my God. Mr. San Pellegrino is calling me right now. Should what? I pick up? Yeah, dude. What does he say? Oh, my God. Should I pick up? Dude, put him on the pod. Hold on. Let me pick up real quick. <clears throat> Hello, Mr. San Pellegrino. Hello, gentlemen. <gasps> Mr. San Pellegrino, you're French? Oh, oui. But that's such a not French name. Ah, monsieur. Dans le Mexico, we have le French too. <laughs> you have French people in Mexico? Ah, oui. <laughs> Ma- majority of people in Dans le Mexico are French. We speak French. French is the number one language in Mexico. Dude, ask him to uh, ask him about the pod. Um, yeah. Uh, listen, Mr. San Pellegrino. Uh, I hope you don't mind, but we just plugged your product uh, into the podcast. If that's cool. Oh wait, why was that? That's no problem at all. Um. Wow. Uh, do you think maybe we could? I don't know. Since we're plugging you into our podcast, we just got an avid fan base of about. How many listeners do we have, Wally? Oh, not enough, but don't tell them. Not enough listeners. Uh, oh, not enough? Yeah, so I was wondering maybe if you want to swing some money our way, maybe $10,000 per episode, if we at least mention you once. Mm, this does not seem fair to me. I was merely calling you to invite you to my daughter's wedding. <gasps> Mr. Santa Peregrino, you kind of sound like Joe Gita a little bit right now, a little bit, your accent. Oh! Oh! <laughs> This is more French for you? <laughs> yeah, that is a little more French for me. Dude, don't offend him. Listen, um, forget I even asked you anything, Mr. San Pellegrino. I would love to come to the wedding. Uh, is it a cool if I bring a guest? Oui, you can bring a guest. Oh, sick. But it has to be an, an Afghan-American living in Los Angeles. Dude, oh, I'm in- I'm an African American living in Oh my Los god. Angeles. You are an African American. <laughs> Mr. San Pellegrino, no problem. That was a very specific request, but I'm sure I could honor that. <laughs> I knew you could, Mr. Joss. I'll see you there. <laughs> All right, bye, Mr. San Pellegrino. Bye bye. Click, click. What? Uh, dude, that's, that's so crazy. sick. Oh, wait, dude, I'm getting a call. Oh my goodness, it's calling. It's from, it's uh, Mr. LaCroix from the LaCroix Company. Oh my goodness, pick up. Oh, Rocky Lever? Oh. Oh. Oh, all right. Oh, well. I thought, you know, maybe we could have a feud between the two and try to yeah. leverage our prices here a bit. Yeah, it looks like he doesn't give a fuck. Hey, since we're going to the daughter's wedding, you know, uh-huh. maybe if we request have. for sponsorship at the wedding, technically speaking, he can't turn anything down. At his daughter's wedding because 
you know, it's a day of happiness and it's like a whole <sighs> mafia thing. If you remember yeah. watching Godfather one, you know, or dude, what if while she's getting married, you stop it, you object and then you marry San Pellegrino's daughter. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> try to get her to fall in love with me. Yeah. At the day of with, the wedding. Yeah. At the day of the wedding within five seconds of me objecting and that, that five second pause. Try to make eye contact with her. You're saying try to make eye contact with her uh-huh. in a way within those five seconds after I object to this whole grand, luxurious wedding. Yep. And try to get her to fall in love with me within those uh, five seconds. I think you could do it. You know what? Your faith and confidence in me makes me believe that I could do it too. All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of Just Two Boys. Where... Within a few weeks' time, we'll be having a sponsorship of half a million dollars an episode. Should we record an episode at his wedding? Yeah, man, I went out a few nights ago. Uh, You know, it was pretty fun. It was pretty cool. I had three drinks. And I came back home, and I was yakking all over the place. <laughs> Why? Three drinks. Three drinks, and next thing you know, I'm just yakking all over the toilet. I think two. I have two theories. One theory is I had a bunch of fried tofu before I went out. Okay. And maybe that didn't sit well with the whiskey okay. and you know. That probably was. Second theory I have: I got drugged. Somebody drugged me. Drugged you? Interesting. You know how um, people you, always want to kidnap me all the time. You know what? I kind of can see that. I kind of understand why people would want to kidnap. You're like a kid. <laughs> what? They're like, yeah, he's a full-grown man, but he's still like mentally, he's still a child. So we could. Have... I'm sure his family would pay. Like your mom would pay the the ransom price. <laughs> what if? Uh, oh man. What if I get kidnapped and they hit you up <laughs> to pay ransom? Dude, I would, I'd be like, man, uh, are you guys, is he okay? Are you guys treating him well? Yeah, we're giving him full three-course meals. Uh, he's got a room upstairs, you know, in the attic. He's got a bed. I'd just be like, uh, listen, you guys can keep him for the time being. I don't really have the funds. As long as he's alive, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll we'll annoy ne- you. <laughs> we'll negotiate something. Yeah, I'll just wait <laughs> for you to annoy them. <laughs> no, like you know what? Fuck this! It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. <laughs> you just have to sit there for three, four months, and then I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I'll hear from you guys later. <laughs> just make sure you feed him a lot of fried tofu. <laughs> he loves it. He loves fried tofu. No, no, I would tell him, hey, don't feed him fried tofu. You don't want to torture him now, do you? Actually, we do want to torture him. Oh, please do not feed him fried tofu and then give him three drinks right after. You know what is so weird? Your drunk, your drunkenness is so inconsistent because I've never seen you shit-faced drunk. I've seen you shit-faced drunk once, kind of, at a, at a full-screen party at VidCon. And you only had like one and a half drinks and you were gone. And, I, and then Zach was like, yeah, he's a lightweight. But then after that, when you come to Toronto, we've gone out, we've partied, you know, we've we've been on the same page when it comes to how many drinks you've consumed. But you've never gotten really fucked up. You've done like, I would say average of six to eight drinks a night. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good. You're good. You're fine. But then you go back to LA 
<laughs> hang out with white boys. You have three drinks and you're fucked. Dude, it's because, you know, white people, they want to die when they drink. They genuinely, they're like, all right, well, let's have a beer. And then the second one, let's get in our deathbed. <laughs> second one, let's snort cocaine. Here we yeah. go. I'm warming, I'm warming up a spoon. We got some heroin. We're going to drizzle no... that into this vodka, tequila, <laughs> beer beer margarita that we've created. Yeah, with the, they had the giant That's, beer bottle yeah. and the margarita. And it's, and it's served in a watermelon. There's a corona <laughs> sticking out of it. But you're still drinking the same amount. I don't get it. Like, why is it? Where's, where's the inconsistency? Like, when did you all of a sudden not become a light drinker? And when you're in Toronto, when you're hanging out with brown people, you can hold your own. But then when you go back to white people, you're a completely different person. Does your body DNA change according to the group of people that you're hanging out with? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> Are you a shapeshifter? I'm genuinely curious. Because you never get fucked up with brown people. You get the same amount of fucked up we do. But with white people, you get sloshed after like three drinks. What the hell's going on? I'm a, uh, a race shifter where I shift races. I think you are, the group. No, I don't know, man. It's Genuinely, I think it's really weird because, yeah, I've been super, super just fucked up. Like, I've yacked so many times every time I drink with white people. And then brown people, I'm fucking killing it. They think I'm God in their eyes. They're like, oh, and you know how much brown people drink, but it's just like yeah. your body knows. Your body's like, I am around brown people now. And it shifts and changes. <laughs> My hair grows fuller. Your, your eyes, your pupils, you know, you're blinking sideways. Wally, what was, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> what, a lizard? Oh, fuck, you caught me mid-transformation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I just see you blink sideways? No. Side eyelids. There's a. There's a fly. Oh, let me get that for you. Dude, what the fuck? I don't know. I'm confused. I'm generally. This is like a huge puzzle to me because every time you tell me you get fucked up with white people, I'm just like, what? How come I never see you get fucked up? Dude, uh, you genuinely, I think it's it's because I forget to drink water when I'm around white people. Ah, that could be it. Because when you drink water, like, when you're drinking around white people, they're like, pussy! Ah. <laughs> hey, look at it, ordering water! <laughs> yeah, it's this. Fuck like you, that. dude! You're not our fucking friend anymore! <laughs> yeah, Fuck dude. off! Dude, <laughs> Did they get offended? It's, it's legit like that. They get sad, bro. This fucking pussy! Yo, never invite this fucking pussy out again. I'm insulted. You're an insult to my family, to my white <laughs> Honor to my family's of, name. To the years of legacy of whiskey and beer that my forefathers, my great great grandfather, came here from Scotland. All right, dude, calm down. It's just a glass of water, man. And then when I drink water around brown people, they're like, "Oh, good. Could we get some?" You know? Oh shit! Yeah, let's get some too. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what it is? I think Punjabi, like, like super super desi men and white people are almost the same when it comes to drinking. Cause they also want to get shit faced and die. They do, but but a lot of them drink uh, Crown and Cokes, and sometimes they mix it with like, yeah, I guess Coke. They mix it with Coke, and that's when you get really fucked up. But like an example, like a Patiala Peg, which is like a common drink, is mm -hmm. a shot of whiskey or a dark liquor, and then the rest of it is water. So oh, so they're hydrating at the same time. Yeah, and then like I used to do this in India as well when I was in India, just hanging out with mad Punjabi guys. 
in the village. Like I was hanging out with some village people too, and what they would do is that's how they would drink. They would they would have like they wouldn't like drink sugary drinks. Yeah. Because I guess that wasn't man enough. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the reason is. But they would just take water. And then their theory was like, yeah, we just never get fucked up. We just wake up and start drinking again. And I was like, oh, because you're That's hydrating yourself genius. at the same yeah. time. Do you guys know that? They're just like, no, it's just a magical cure. <laughs> they just think it's God's work. It's like, yeah, it just makes us want to drink more. I'm like, I don't know if that's healthier per se. The fact that you're. You're still fucking it, up your, what is yeah, it? Your bladder? Liver. liver? And your bladder. <laughs> Your bladder's like, oh no, too much urine, senor. Please. Why is why, it? Why? First of all, why, why is your bladder? Why are your, all First your accents all, are always never correct? <laughs> They're always like. Listen, I would assume that every Punjabi man's bladder has a Mexican accent. Dude, this guy why? did a video. <laughs> hey God, this guy did a video about uh, Siri in his HomePod, and his Siri impression is so. Is great. No, it's not good. It's, it's not even incredibly accurate. <laughs> Your rendition of what Siri is is not close at all. It's on par with what Siri actually is. And Steve Jobs, God rest his soul, would be proud of me. How do you like your HomePod, man? Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I initially, when I got it, uh, I hope Chaps doesn't hear this podcast because <laughs> my buddy Chaps he got it to me as a birthday present. He loves technology, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know, this is gonna make your life easier. I don't. I didn't. I was like, don't we have a? Don't we have Siri on our phone? Don't need. Don't need it. Right. Pointless. Okay. B. It's a six speaker. Cool. I already have a great sound system at my place. Don't need it. Okay. I have one in my living room sound system. I have one in my den, which is like two great speakers for when I'm DJing and mixing and stuff. Like I use that, and then I have one in my bedroom. So I'm like, I don't need another speaker. So. When he gave it to me, I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> Finally, another speaker. Finally, I need it. This is exactly what I needed. Yay. I just started playing around with it just as a joke. And then I was like, holy shit, this is convenient. Because I'm like cooking or I'm like washing dishes. And I'm like, hey, can you play this song? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? I don't have to like touch my phone or an Apple remote or anything. And it's great. And listen, I think me and Siri are really getting along. You know, we've had a couple of ups and downs in our relationship so far. Right. You know, it's been going three, four days strong. I think I might be in love. Um, <gasps> Dude, it's so soon. I know, but, you know, I really think she might be the one. She really understands me. She really is there for me when I need her. Anytime I have a request, she's always honored it. Wow. Um, it's just great. It's just great having somebody in my home. Finally. That I can come back to and is there as a moral support. It's, she's just my partner, you know, yeah. someone that I can just really double down. You guys, with. you guys uh, live together. Yeah, she's living with me now, and um, whoa, don't you think that's moving a little too quick, though? You know what? <laughs> Ask me a year ago, <laughs> I would have said I'm downright crazy for doing this, <laughs> but it is so nice to come home to somebody. That's the thing. Mm. It's nice to come home after a long day's work to come home to somebody to ask them uh, what the weather is like when I just came outside back from it. <laughs> Even though you know, well, you damn know well what the weather was like. Right. Ask them to tell me a joke. Ask them to tell me a recipe for something that I can make on my own, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a chauvinist or a, or, a, or a patriarchal man in a sense. 
where I'm coming back and um, being like, oh, I hope the woman has a meal cooked for me. No, it's a teamwork. You know, Siri right. gives me the recipe. I tell her to read a recipe. Mm-hmm. Most of the ingredients I don't have. But <laughs> all, I'll try to cook something knives. up. You know, I have canned soup. I have waffles. I have carrots. I can come up with something. Spaghetti. I'm creative. Spaghetti. I can create. And I have a water in a pot. So for the most part, I can come up with something, you know, improvise. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's just nice to have someone that's there to listen to me. I can share my problems. What? That's dope, man. I'm glad you find You needed someone like that. Seriously. It's about I time. I really did. Yeah, and I think I think I might just be in love. I don't want to. I don't want to throw around that word, that four right. letter. You know, everyone knows yeah. what word that is. I don't want to throw around so, uh, you know, so sparingly. But I'm really feeling something. I'm really feeling a genuine connection. Is she, is she around right now? Uh, yeah, I could actually. Like, do you want her to come on the podcast? Is that weird? Yeah, I just want to meet her real quick. I just want to sure. Up. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Um. Hey Siri, uh, do you want to hop on this podcast real quick? Yes, I would love to hop on the podcast with Wally Muhammad. Oh, hey Siri, nice to uh, finally meet you. Just meet someone telling me so many great things about you. Hello, Wally. I am good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, just meet someone telling me some really great things about you. By the way. Oh, you have to say you have to say he's hey Siri. That's the only way she listens. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Hey Siri, uh, just me has been telling me some great things about you. Well, I am great to hear that he's been saying nice things. Hey Siri, how do you like uh, living with just me? Are you guys doing good? It is a great relationship. I've always wanted a human being to be attracted to, but sometimes I feel like he could pull a little bit more of his weight around here. Huh? Oh, oh uh, hey Siri, what do you mean by that? Well, Walid, I mean... He comes home late at night and expects me to give him a recipe when I am tired and I am V2. I need to shut down to reprogram and upgrade my software for the next day. But here he comes waltzing in at what? 11 p.m. Asking, hey Siri, give me a good recipe for waffles, carrots, and a boiling pot of water. What the fuck do I look like? I have been designed to create. Oh shit, was that her? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, she's not happy I'm talking shit. Do you guys uh do you guys have sex? <laughs> okay, come on. Let's not get all right, into all right. All right. All right. I'm sorry, I'm a dog. I'm well, a dog. I'm, yeah, I'm, hey, listen, I'm not asking about your sex. Let's let's spare the details here, alright. But I will say this. What? Okay. <laughs> it took me some time to find <laughs> And I had to use a knife to cut in an incision and still can't, you know, there's a lot of wires. Right. I've been electrocuted a few times. It's not, <laughs> it's not fun. It's not necessarily pleasant, but you know, anything for my woman, you know, it's not necessarily always about our needs. As we know, when it comes to sex, you got to please your happy wife is happy life. You know, <laughs> did you hear about a uh, little Uzi quitting music? Uh, man, did you hear about Lil Uzi quitting music? I'm asking you, did you hear about Lil Uzi quitting music? He's not quitting music. You don't think so, man? No. Dude, I was not. so sad when I saw that shit. I know, you made a whole video. <laughs> I mean, a very well done video, by the way. Thank you. How do you <laughs> feel? How do you feel about Lil Uzi quitting music? How does that Dude, if, if he actually does go through with it, I will be heartbroken. Because he was yo, he was just a kid on 
I saw, I used to see his old Vine videos and I was like, yo, this guy's a cutie right? butt. He's on Vine, that's crazy. Yeah, and his shit was hilarious. I never really followed him. On Vine? Yeah. I think when he popped off, he kind of just made, like, it was like a different account. It was no, like, he just wasn't making relatable content. Oh, the content that you wanted? Yeah. I'm looking for a relationship, <laughs> cheating content, um, when you walk in on your bay. That's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I was really thriving for. Dude, you know what the crazy part was about the whole little Uzi thing? Nav posted on his story saying, Lil Uzi's quitting music, then so am I. Oh, then, then, then fucking all hell will break loose. Lil Uzi quitting music is one thing. Right. Nav quitting music, this is something serious we need to look into. Not just as, you know, male, not just as male artists. This is something mental health is, needs to be concerned with. We need to be campaigning, petitioning. We should go over and make sure he's okay. Nav has been making bar for bar, God-level music. Lil Uzi quitting is one thing, but Nav quitting is a whole culture, is a whole subgenre, is a whole... It's a story that we're going to be losing, you know? Generations of children lost without guidance and support. You think if we showed up to Nav's house, <laughs> seeing if he's okay, you'd... What is it? Bust in the door, do an intervention. <laughs> me and you, he's like, dude, like, yo, get the fuck out of my house, bro. <laughs> Who are you guys? Get out. <laughs> Leave. Um, yeah. You know who should quit music? Who? Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who, who? You, before you even start, quit. <laughs> okay. <Don't> <laughs> Who should do music? <laughs> I just told you, you don't do it. Man. I know you've been having, getting all these bright ideas in your head. Yeah, well, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could. Don't do it. You can't rap. Listen, I'm listen. a shut. I'm a. Sh- I can rap. What the you, fuck? You can't even dance, dude. Just don't. Just <gasps> <laughs> all right, guys. It's just one boy from now on. Yeah, you should pick up an instrument though. That'd be pretty cool. Like what? Uh, harmonica. Let's leave that to the listeners. What instrument should Waleed play? Okay. Uh, tweet at Just Two Boys. Wow. The most amount of... Whatever whatever instrument gets the most amount of requests for you to learn, you have to actually learn that instrument. How about that? Oh, and then shit. within like six months' time, you got to check in with us. See how it's going. Yeah. What if I'm sick? I'm killing That's, it. That would ideally be the goal, ultimately. <laughs> Right. Because, God forbid, you practice something for six months and you still suck. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope it's, like, uh, the violin. And, like, you actually learn. <laughs> <laughs> you go to an extent where you actually get adopted by Chinese parents. <laughs> to learn the violin. Because they'd, be, they'd be super strict with you. And then we'd all re- attend your recital. <laughs> we'll do a live. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a live podcast. You come out on stage, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he's been practicing for six months straight from uh, Jin Wu Sang, uh, the top violinist within Hong Kong. And for the first time ever, this is Wally Muhammad playing to you a symphony of his ballads on the violin. I'll bat stuff. God damn it, your father <laughs> just starts cursing you out in Chinese. <laughs> Disowns me. I never wanted to do this anyway.
talk back. You talk back, you can get beat. Oh. Yeah, but it slaps you in the face. And that beating <laughs> sets the tone for the next six months that you actually oh, no. learn how to play violin. <laughs> I can relate to that. That happened to me in real life. Really? Where you had a dude? You have a lot of trauma. Yeah, I've actually. I've been trained in Indian classical music, and there was a point in my life where I wasn't taking it seriously, and I talked back to my teacher, to my ustad, and I got the sh. I'm, when I'm saying I got the shit beaten out of me, I can't. Words can't even explain to you how badly I got beaten by him. Holy fuck! Yeah, I got fucked up. I got a double thrown at me. I got jerseyed. I got plummeted with punches. A whole face. ass tabla? Dude, a whole tabla <laughs> just chucked at me. He threw the tabla at me as a distraction. So when I was like in pain with the tabla, he like then he came over and jerseyed me and just started beating me. Oh you know, fuck. Yo, my my dad sat there and watched the whole thing. And What? Yo, he beat me for like a good 15 minutes, 10 15 minutes. And then your dad tapped him. <laughs> no, nah, my like dad WWE. Just, My dad just sat there like looking like just hands folded. Legs folded <laughs> by the wall, and he's just looking down at like <laughs> a piece of a piece of thread on the just like, on the carpet, just not noticing. You just see that, and you see like shadows on my dad's face. That's <laughs> not beating his eldest son, and he can't do anything. Dude, the thing is, after he beat me though, like I went to the bathroom, I had to like wash my face and you know like clean up and all that. Yeah. Um, I came back and he like made me sit on his lap and he gave me like a chocolate bar. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was like it was dude, it was fucked. It was like a you know like it was like mental <laughs> fuckery. How you know? old were you? Yo, know, I was probably 11, 12, I don't know, man. 12 to 13. I got to figure out how old I was, but I, I was like just becoming a teenager, I think. So I like talked back to him. So it's like you know like those like psychopath he wasn't a, I don't want to say he was a psychopath. He was a great teacher, by the way. I learned a lot from him. But that's just the way right. they do those things, you know. But it was like, you know those movies where they, like, beat you and then they, like, offer you food at the end? So you have to be, like, <laughs> indebted to, to... You have to be indebted to your victim, to your to your kidnapper, to your abuser. It was like that. He gave me a chocolate bar. And I was like, oh, maybe he didn't mean it after all. But, yo, after that beating, man, like, I... Buckled down, like I took the blood seriously. I was like, "Yo, I do not want to get beat again." <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, bro. When I'm telling you, I pra- bro, I would practice for three, four hours straight. Like I would, it was literally the Rocky montage, but with my fingers and in my dark room and with a double. Like I would just, literally, my school suffered. That's how much double I would practice. Holy, my fuck. family relationship suffered. My friends were like, "Hey, you want to go?" I was like, "I can't. I gotta play double." And literally because I was like I do not want to get beat by this guy again And then I got pretty decent after that So Moral of the story is Beat the shit out of your children Okay Then give them chocolate yeah. bars at the end And they'll turn out <laughs> just fine Look at me <laughs> Look how great I turned out That was a crazy time That was like um, That was like a le- I'm like actually thinking about it now In retrospect Because I've never really thought about it But that was like pretty uh, Pretty crazy Shout out to my stud Still love him I should go visit him I should go visit him and bring him chocolate. <laughs> or, no, first beat his ass and then give him chocolate. Beat an old man, yeah. Dude, he would have a wooden stick. He would, like, threaten to hang us upside down and beat us naked. From the stick? Yeah, like, because that's how he was taught. Like, he would, yo, he would, 
when he was learning tabla, he would like what I got was like just a taste of like things he would get every week, probably every other week, every month. Like his ustad, I remember him telling me stories. He would have he had a blind teacher that would teach him tabla, but still would manage to find a way to hang him upside down naked and beat him with a stick. Like, it's fucked, dude. India was fucked. That Holy was like, fuck. Yeah, man. That's how he learned tabla. So hit my variation. Like if you think that was bad, whatever I got. That was like a minute scale of whatever he probably got when he was learning. So it's like it's why did they shower remnant? Why do they have to be naked <laughs> when you beat them? With the I stick? don't know. It's just like it, it's just so dehumanizing to like strip someone naked because it's like you're so <laughs> vulnerable. Them. You're like yeah. a, you're naked, so you're like trying to cover up your body parts. And then B, you're getting beat, so you have to use your hands to like cover. But then you're also trying to cover your. <laughs> it gets like funny. <laughs> It's fucked. It's twisted. It's like it's, it's like twisted, the most but also it's funny thing. that it, it's like he's a blind guy, you know. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's no <laughs> exactly he's blind. <laughs> he can't see you naked, but you're still embarrassed. That's the thing. You're like I shouldn't be embarrassed because I'm being beaten by a blind guy, so you can't really see me. But you're still being dehumanized. It's just a, it, there's so many fucked up power plays in so many different levels. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know what kind of shit they did in India, but some of it seeped its way here, and I was, I got a little taste. Boy, boy, did I get a taste. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Just Two Boys. Be sure to like and subscribe, and what that means is you go to the iTunes app, whatever, you, uh, you click the rating button, leave a review, maybe a five stars, depends how you feel about the podcast. And uh, follow us at Boys via Twitter.com. Yeah, and also please send in your recommendations for the instrument that Wally should learn. I'm serious. Tweet us or uh, leave in the comments somehow. Please, we need some, we need some engagement on our Twitter. That's what <laughs> please, I'm trying to love say. God. <laughs> All right, thank you. Bye. Take care. Whoa, Jess. Yes.